We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the True Faith Podcast. Uh, special edition, my name's Alex Hurst, joined by uh, Tom, who has done the podcast with us before and first time at Anth. Both of them are from uh, Warham 1892, fans group set up in this 16-17 uh, season, and we're here today to talk to you about the new singing section at St James's Park for the 17-18 season. Uh, very exciting stuff, uh, I think, anyway. So Tom and Anth are going to answer a few questions, and we're going to talk through about why this, uh, the section's been set up. Um, where is it, what are the, what the plans are for the future, uh, and all that kind of stuff. So, lads... Um, Easy question here, Tom. I'll start with you. When did the idea for the singing section come up, come about? Like when this was it been a long term aim, or was it something that just kind of happened? The season just gone. Literally just the season just gone. It was um, it was off the back of Gallagher flags and stuff like that, and you know the displays were phenomenal for Huddersfield when you know with the with the five hundred was it five hundred flags or something. All right, five hundred forty eight, but no one's counting. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I it did like it was it was it looked amazing and. And as soon as they went down on on kickoff, like everyone was like back in the seats again. No one was really like up for it still. So um, I come off the back of that. We thought that in a singing section would just completely boost the ground. And if it boosts the ground, it's going to boost the players. So I think that was part of the part of the reason that I got involved with War here. Um, I think I'd, I'd seen Tom at a, uh, <laughs> it was one of the matches initially and. Uh, <laughs> I was saying I, I was just standing singing by myself in, in a little section. I'm in the corner, and um, yeah, it was a welcome relief to have someone next to us going uh, going nuts as well. Um, and when I when I realised we were talking about just improving the atmosphere, I think after all the discussions that that we'd had w- within that group, um, its singing section seemed to come up um, more often than not. So I, I think that's where where it it, it took forward. We thought that'd be the right idea to get like-minded people within the section and um, and take it from there, really. I agree with you um, about that Huddersfield game because obviously I was centrally involved and we're putting, you know, everyone raised their money and we kind of got, it's kind of well-told story now. And I'm sure everyone listens to it already, but we'll say it again. When I was in America last summer and I started Gallagher Flags with, with Mick from True Faith, um, we thought we'd raise a grand or two and we thought it would be a bit like Man City where they've got that section with five or six mm-hmm. big flags mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden we had like eight thousand nine thousand pound and then you get some great lads involved and it all snowballed the club the club were mint and we're really really proud of that display 
but then we were so flat after that Huddersfield game because our aim as well, what it was a singing section was never really in the cards in terms of our plans, but were dead disappointed with the atmosphere. It was a shite game, Newcastle were shit. Mm. Um, you know, it happens, but it was, and, and especially since the atmosphere pre-kickoff was so good, and a little bit of the gimmicky things, which the, which which weren't, you know, well, I'm not even saying not my idea, I wasn't planning on and wasn't sure about, but they worked, because people sang Mate Rose on fire, and people did Hey Jude, and mm. like, you know, not really my thing, that, you know, kind of, that kind of, you know, here's your song, sing along, but it's a hell of a lot better than what we normally had, in the club total, we've got about thirty to 35,000 people in the ground 15, 20 minutes early compared to 5,000 people. So, yeah, I'm, it's, it's nice to know that you lads kind of took that on a little bit because, we, I mean, it doesn't help that we had about 100 flag, flags nicked as well and people yeah. often fight with us, fight with us for, for them outside the ground. But, um, yeah, that Huddersfield, like, that game was a massive come down because the atmosphere was so bad. And it wasn't just Gallagher's flags. It was Rafa Benitez. It was the first game of the season. It was at mm. home. It was a sellout. It was against what were considered to be a shit team at the time, Huddersfield, who obviously weren't now a Premier League team. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was a dead flat day. But it's it's posi- It's good that something positives come out of it. Mm-hmm. Aye. So when you just got together, um, Anthony, and talked about it, like you're saying, in a group, and you met Tom in the corner and stuff, what was the was the aim? A kind of small section for what 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 people. Or was it much bigger than that? Or was it kind of see where we can go with this? I think initially what we talked about was just getting, because we're, we're all set, there's, uh, in, the, in the main group there's about eight, eight, nine of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, we tried to get a bit more of a, a wider group around with, so people that we'd seen on Twitter, for example, or people that we met at the match, um, had a bit carry on with them and just tried to explain that we're, we're trying to get a few people together and, and, and sing, basically. Obviously, we looked at the corner and the availability in there is, as you'll probably see at this point in time, when if you're looking for a, a season ticket in there, uh, you'll find that there's not many seats available. Um, so we just we just explored other options, if you like. So it just went from there. Really, we set up a membership scheme. So basically, if um, if you like the idea of Warm, uh, then what you would do is just sign up for for any updates or any. Anything that we were doing would sort of communicate out there. So if we wanted to meet in a pub before the game, then and start some chance in there, even on the lead up to St James's, then we could do that. Not necessarily in the ground, but then, like I say, everything sort of came back to a singing section. Why, why, why do it outside the ground? We might as well get behind the lads in the ground as well. Um, so we looked at that. Uh, you're saying from the the core group, the, the the members group, and then all of the members that had signed up, we just try to. Utilize people that would that would sing with were basically. Yeah, it was um, it was like it went down a few paths. Like it, we wanted initially when we set it up, we wanted a singing section, and that was like the main aim. Um, but we also wanted to change the culture and the 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 way people go about going to the match now. Like you hear about all the you know the older lads all the time. They go on about how the how good the how good the atmosphere was when it was at the terraces and. In the in the eighties and whatever in the nineties, and um, sort of like change the attitude when people go to the go to the ground. They're not not turning up, getting getting your pies and sitting down. And I mean, if that's what you want to do, fair enough. But like, sort of show that there's another way. Like, if you want to be fanatical, be fanatical. You don't have to just sit down because you you feel like a tit for standing up and singing your heart out and. 
Yeah, or, um, or be told to sit down or, or, yeah, or get grief for, uh, for getting behind the lads. Exactly. I mean, that's an interesting point you raised there about, about culture. And I remember being oh, 16 and we played Man U in the semi-final at Cardiff. Got a shite bus down, eight and a half hours or something mental like that. No alcohol. Got to Cardiff. Obviously, I think I think the bus has left Newcastle at half two in the morning. So, obviously, you got to Cardiff nagged for early kickoff, I think it was, because they're fair fuckler, as per mm-hmm. <laughs> in from Newcastle. Um, my main concern going to that game as a 16-year-old was, I'm not going to get a stand here. Because it was like, well, all the season ticket holders from James's Park. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the, I don't know if you were there, but it was one of the, the great... I've, 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 that's the only semi-final I've seen us play. And it's one of my best days for Newcastle. We got beat 4-1, obviously. But the atmosphere, every single Newcastle fan stood. And I left that game thinking, this is all the season tickets in James Park. Why isn't every single home game like this? Mm-hmm. And these are questions which have probably been answered as the years gone on in terms of, you know, for a variety of reasons. But we've got it in as a fan base to make that kind of noise. And it's just so strange that, you know, you just hit the nail on the head there. Someone telling you to sit down. Mm-hmm. You just said, Tom people making you feel awkward or uncomfortable or getting behind the team. How did we get from that 30, those 36,000 in Cardiff going nuts for a shy team on the Sunes getting battered to what St James's Park is like now? Um, and it's like, I was going to move on to the question for one year. Do we need a singing section or why do we need a singing section? But I kind of just answered it myself <laughs> because you've got the, you've got you in St James's Park, 52,000. Take away your corporate people who aren't going to join a singing section because they go to the match and they need what they need with the mm-hmm. whatever. Say that's 5,000 people. Say you've got 3,000 away fans. We're in 8,000. So what's that bad mass here? 44,000. They've still got 44,000 Newcastle fans. If 20% of them wanted to be fanatical, as you put it, can you imagine the noise? Mm-hmm. So it, so I suppose I'm answering the question before I've asked it. Is, is that the idea behind the singing section? Is it purely just to organise fans that want to sing and get them in one area and let those who don't want standing or people screaming or whatever. Right, exactly. Anyone, anyone can go to the match and do whatever they want. If you want to go there and sit there and read a book, like hmm. that's you, you've paid that money, you can do whatever you want. I think it's wrong. But we, we, there's a, we've got a really good away support and we're getting, what, six, like five to six thousand. Yeah, some games I that they just a season gone, like where's where where were they at the at the home games? It was only a couple of hundred at the back of the corner, and and these little pockets. There was a pocket in the upper Gallagher, and they'll they'll be that level seven with the youngins up there. Um, but if you can get all that into one place, it'll it'll just it'll be booming. And you you kind of you kind of no one can tell me that we don't need a singing section. There's a lot of it on Twitter. There's a lot of people on Twitter going. Every part of the ground should be a singing section. <laughs> like, well, where are you? Like, stand up, yeah. get yourself, get yourself heard. But you look at you've got to go. You've got to go abroad when it comes when it comes to discussing about this. You, England has got a horrific home attitude when it comes to when it comes to support now. And everyone, if you say, if I was to say to you now, who are the best fans in Europe? Dortmund. Yeah. You know, what they get twenty five thousand in one stand, standing up. Flags, capos, drums, a lot of uh, dislike the drums in this country, but um, you kind of you say Dortmund is the best and not try and emulate them. And imagine the Gallagher as the, as the, the, black, uh, the yellow wall in Dortmund. Black and white wall. Aye. 
That's that. You're saying I agree with everything Tom said there. Just looking at um, so I agree. I think that's a short term for me. So it's just to get like-minded people in a in a section in a block in in a specific stand just to to sing basically. Mm -hmm. The long term is to like you say. You mentioned Dortmund there. It's saying the yellow wall, the black and white wall. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd love to see that. So saying, I know some people are not going to sing all the time, but if you have people that are on the vicinity of that section, then they're going to they're gonna carry on that, that noise. So you're going to have a, a group of people singing, but mm -hmm. then the long term is to have, to basically branch out, just make it a little bit, uh, well, a lot bigger. Uh, hopefully the yeah. full stand in the, in the long term, yeah. I think that'd be great. So I'd, I think I'm off on a bit of a random one here, like, but I, I just remember like my first... My first ever game, I can't remember anything that happened apart from looking back on YouTube videos and stuff because it was a canny one, like uh, Mick Quinn's debut, oh, right. four, four goals. But uh, I remember, the only thing I remember about the thing, and I think that's why I'm passionate about the atmosphere, is, is the noise on the lead-up to St. James's. What I didn't, what I didn't realise until uh, last year, though, as my dad was saying, there was a bit of a protest around that time, apparently. Mm. Um, mm. Sacked the board and all that type of stuff. I mean, if that's true, I don't know. But um, oh, it's you, definitely true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you talk about uh, you talk about why why it's not there. I think you know, saying it, it at times, yeah, St James is booming, but I think it's when there's something to kick off about. And I, I, at that time, obviously, that was what was happening. But I, I thought, yeah, and look at this one. It's 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 going nuts. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a four year old, you know what I mean. I was thinking, what's all this noise about? And I absolutely loved it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I got a little bit of the bug about the about the atmosphere from. Mm -hmm. I think. Um, I just remember my dad standing there and laughing at because there was a few lads behind were like singing and stuff. I, could, I don't know where I was, and um, yeah, again a few years back he told us what it was. It was um, they they made a song up about Mick Quinn straight away. Um, uh, something about him. He's he's fat. He's round. Um, so, was found on number nine or something right, like that. Someone tweeted like laughing, laughing someone tweet in the Mick, uh, the Mick Quinn song for her. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, off on a random one. But it, it's just to show you that that's what that's. Yeah. Don't know, you're saying there's something to kick off about then. Yeah, um, I've I've said for ages where where the loudest when we're getting done over. Mm -hmm. Man, the good one was Man City when Toyota scored. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that like, even I'll even I'll ra I'll raise you. By giving you an even less controversial thing, when Mitrovic got sent off against Arsenal yeah. under McLaren, the ground was unbelievable. Like the, the, right. that, that that injustice, and that like the TOA one was an absolute farce. And obviously mm. it was a goal, mm. but even something small like that, that red card, yeah. the rest of that game, I I spoke to an Arsenal fan who was in the away end, who was like, "That's one of the loudest crowds I've been to when you were getting beat." Mm. And I'm like, it was, "It's not normally like that. Mm -hmm. It's just because everyone's so angry with the ref yeah. that we decided to support the team as a result." Like, yeah. It's a weird one, isn't it? But yeah, it, it's sort of like, I think as I think it sort of goes a bit further than that. If you People people up here, I feel like they're getting done over a lot if it goes into like deep-rooted stuff. So I think that's where that'll come from. If we feel like we're getting done over, we'll shout loud about it. Mm -hmm. um, but you should be shouting just as loud when you're, when you're doing well. Yeah. You should be going, look at us. So get behind the team rather than against right. the referee. If I can go back to the culture as well, and I'm going to reference Europe a lot because they just do it better than we. Um, the the players are very interactive with the with the with the fans. They'll come over after a game and they'll you know they'll do the whole like Liverpool. Klopp tried it yeah. with Liverpool and he got slated, which yeah. he shouldn't. You know, it was different for England, but you you shouldn't really get slated for that really. Um, 
but the, at the minute it sort of seems like they're coming out and they're entertaining with and it's like this it's like a, it's like four tv screens the size of the stands are in front of her and it doesn't it, I, I can see for a lot of people it'll not feel like these are our lads these are our players i can see a lot of older people feeling like it's not the case anymore well i think i just think you've got to look at the abuse some of them get i just, well, I, just I, I don't know about europe but i just can't see at Dortmund there are these other grounds the, the those players getting the abuse our players get and someone nailed it this year for me I, I can't remember who it was I don't know where it was but someone said when we were talking on the podcast they were like I remember St James's Park when it was the opposition who used to get the abuse mm. not us mm. not our own players mm. um, but just to bring it so bring it back to bring it back to the section for a second one of the um, points I've seen raised on social media is why not just concentrate on the corner it's already a second section yeah no availability it's uh, it's pitch side. There's no availability, and you cannot you cannot just do, you can't just expect fifth what let's say 1500 You can't just expect fifteen hundred to just go. All right, now I'm going to move out of the corner, so you can have your singing section. So you've got to look at a place where there's loads of availability, and it's not going to it's it's not going to really intrude on other people's experience. And then you can branch further from that yeah, as well. Because so. you can't you can't annoy the majority straight away because that's where it'll fall flat on its face. And hopefully where we've got it, it's not going to do that. Yeah. So you've got one block at the at the back of the Gallagher's, which is all a singing section. Mm -hmm. And then you've got availability in those other blocks. Mm -hmm. So it's to encourage those people that aren't in the singing section, mm -hmm. if you like, or singing block, why not make it the full stand? Mm -hmm. I think that was the idea as well. We shouldn't mind saying now that you know the three of us and a couple of other lads. What was it? April we were in. Was it April, March? April. That was around then. We went into St James's Park to, to to meet the people that mattered about a full singing section at the back of the Gallagher. Mm -hmm. And I think there was you lads might have to sort us out here. But was there two thousand six hundred capacity, mm -hmm. and there was eleven hundred season ticket holders. Yeah, roughly. So, so that gave were maths again. Um, <laughs> Fifteen hundred. Spare mm -hmm. seats yeah. at the top of the Gallagher. Now, obviously, uh, Newcastle have been promoted, mm -hmm. so the season ticket—I don't know how season ticket sales have gone, but this, from social media, there seems to be big queues and stuff like that, and Aye. demand, and the box office website crashing. So that fifteen hundred might be decreased, and you know we've been given um, two hundred forty-three, if my maths is right. Yeah, two hundred forty-three seats in Block V of the Gallagher end, but that—that that is the official singing section of St James's Park. Yeah. Um, but like you say, what we're really hoping that if you can't get into that section, you just go to block U or block T or block R or block S. Yep, just get in the Gallagher up there. And hopefully if, not to, not to annoy the people that don't want to be there, but if the people that don't want to be there want to move down more pitch side, like there's going to be so much availability closer down the pitch. Um, or other parts of the ground I know it's in, in the corner because we're, yeah, we're all yeah. moving out the corner so there's a lot of people moving out the corner and that's the thing isn't it about the corner just to go back to my point before when people call it a singing section it's really not and I'm in the corner or yeah. not been until this season been there five years now and it's good best part of St James's Park but um, I think it, one of you said before I think you, one of you said 200 I don't even think it's that you basically had 50 lads maybe, maybe even at times 20 or 30 singing constantly 
And that's what a singing section should be. It should be constant support. Yeah. Not not when you cast lot three 0 up and it's the eighty fifth minute and you just want to get off. So you want to sing a bit. Mm-hmm. Not when the referees fuck her. Mm-hmm. Not when um, you know Roy Keane tries to punch Alan Shearer. Like <laughs> it, it, it's it's about support. And we've talked I've talked about loads in the podcast. So I'm not going to it again. But the, the corner, for all its positives and its benefits, and it clearly is the best place at St James's mm-hmm. Park to be before this season coming up, um, th- there's there's too many people that, for a supposed de facto singing section, as people are saying to use on Twitter and I'm saying, well, the corner's already a singing section. It's not because yeah. you wouldn't just have 20, 30 lads constantly trying to sing and then the rest of the atmosphere being totally reliant on those factors we just talked about. Um, in terms of the people that you know already that are moving to the singing section from your group, um, existing season ticket holders, or is it a mix, or you know, wh- wh- where are these people coming from? Saying, uh, from from uh, sort of my pals and stuff personally, uh, it's about seventy five percent of them current season ticket holders. A lot of them go to the away games, but they've been sitting in the in the leases. Um, they were on a ten year plan, and they moved down from level seven, thinking, "Oh, we're just going to carry on the singing section." And yeah, some of them went into the corner, but they're a little bit further down, so they're away from uh, oh, me, yeah. me at the back. Um, uh, my brother hasn't had a season ticket for phew, 10 years or something but he wants to come back because he wants to go to the match and sing mm-hmm. he can sit and um, go to the barn and, and watch the match on, on the dodgy tellies and stuff like that but he wants to uh, he wants to go and sing and support the team so mm-hmm. he's saying there's 25% of, of my pals that are, that are joining in there is, that's a huge number like uh, well, I'd say 25% of <laughs> yeah. I don't know the number but uh, he's saying he even if it's uh, say twenty people or something, I, I, I think I think overall, looking at the looking at the the thing, it's uh, it's about ninety ninety percent are renewals. Yeah, and there's a we we used to we got when we first started we got a lot of messages saying um, like it's the people that it's the older lads that don't go anymore because yeah. they don't they don't want to be associated with sitting down and you know shutting up and stuff like that. They don't they don't enjoy that. Experience, so the the stop going. Um, so hopefully, um, a lot of them will come back and go and go in the Gallagher upper. Yeah, because um, it'll be good. Be good to get the. And so I think the point the the thing to point out as well is that it's a massive array of age ranges. So you you're going from mm-hmm. kids who are. 16, 17, 18, uh, up to up to blokes who are like 50, 60 years old who who want to still sign. I'm, I'm sure it's a 78 year old. <laughs> sure. these are people wanting to well, stand. Well, uh, oh yeah, we we were get we we seen a bit on Twitter. It was um, you know, it's, there's a lot of worry it's going to be, um, you know, like a lot of shoes off if you love the tune and you know a lot of Adam Johnson songs and whatever, but um, it's 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 not going it's not going to be that. It's a it's a wide it's a wide mix, um, and it'll be. It'll be really good if uh, if people who want to be up there just get stuck in. Really, mm-hmm. I mean the time of recording. So there's about what you know. How many people are already moved up by being associated with Gallagher's Flags and uh, OEM? About 80, 90, something like that. Eighty ninety, which is a fair amount of people. Most of them from from OEM. I think there's about well, depending on who comes, but there's probably about ten or twenty. Well, yeah. more than ten, but. From Gallagher's flags, but um, that's still a fair bit of availability. So maybe you are listening to this now, 
thinking, well, mm -hmm. it's sold out within five minutes. <laughs> but we don't know. Maybe people won't move there because because there is some negative stuff on mm -hmm. social media, which there was always going to be. There's plenty of negative stuff about everything on social media. Doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. So it's um, I would just say get get up there if you, if you like supporting the team. If you you know listen to the podcast this season, you've heard me and Sai and the lads growing a million times about the shite about getting on players' backs about leaving like you know turning up the match 10 minutes late leaving 10 minutes early coming back after half time and you get the people who say oh you can't tell me how to be a fan and as you correctly said Tom people can do whatever the fuck they want for me but mm. just if it if it negatively impacts on the team then mm. then now then we are in direct conflict because mm. we're there to support the team and then hope, I hope that this section is just a beacon of support for Newcastle United mm -hmm. and noise and it's in it's one of the criticisms I've seen about singing sections which is mental but <laughs> I'll say it anyway, is like, oh no, it, it moves all of the atmosphere into one part of the ground. Well, number one, if you've got no atmosphere to begin with, so fuck. Yeah. And number two, the idea of this is to spread. What what presumably we're hoping from this is that the, the Gallagher middle gets involved yeah. and, and it might encourage them a bit more if there's a wall right. of noise above them and then the lower tier and then the corner will still be going. Yeah. And then even the Milburn, the, the southwest corner and the Milburn, I don't know, maybe the Leasers will hear this noise at the other end and feel more inclined to jo join in. All so right. it's not just about... 243 people in Block V. It's that's just the the beginning. I would like to mm -hmm. imagine. Yeah. Um. You know, if this goes well, if everyone gets behind the team and everyone moves there, and you know, people who don't like it in the Gallagher, you know, there's like you said, Tom. There's loads of other places to move the club. Mm. Work ridiculously hard to try and accommodate everybody. So you know, there's other places that could go. They might think, oh, this isn't for me. I want to move to the Leasers or I want to move to whatever. Um, but you know, I don't think it's be outside the realms of possibility that we'll be sat here next summer, perhaps with a you know two, three thousand strong singing area. Hundred percent. Hopefully, hopefully when it goes, when it goes live, like at the time we're recording, we where it's not at the minute. We're we, an embargo. Yeah, <laughs> we it. It may seem like we're being a bit vague. We're not putting any information out, but um, it just has to go right. Um, want to do good by the club yeah 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 um but hopefully when it does go live there'll be that much demand that the club go oh hold on you know we'll, we'll ex might ex might think if we extend this like next season and then people people moving in people people migrating naturally by themselves just getting in up gallagher up there um hopefully it just naturally floods it you might see people from Dortmund coming over to uh, sample our <laughs> famous black and white well. <laughs> so. Think of the tourism benefits for the city, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll take 5% if you're listening to hotels. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, you know, Block block V, Gallagher Upper, that's where it's at. You know, when you listen to this, just get as close as you can. Right. Um, bring your mates, tell, tell, tell everyone, because... I think you alluded to it there, and we are very, very grateful for the club. So we want to make this work for them as well because we're really lucky because there are loads of fans around the country at clubs who don't give a toss about the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And Rafa Benitez and Newcastle United do care about the home atmosphere, particularly they're obsessed by it a little bit. They want a strong visual support of St James's Park, a, 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 an atmosphere that intimidates mm -hmm. um, our opponents. Not the the typical cliche about playing in Newcastle and Graham Souness has said and all that is keep the crowd early for the first twenty. <laughs> well, that's never going to happen again. Certainly in this singing section, mm -hmm. no matter how badly the game goes, it goes badly as Portsmouth and Aladice uh, were like three 0 down after sixteen minutes. <laughs> like we'll still be singing. I hope. Aye. I can't speak for everybody, but you know that that yes, is that well. is the plan. 100%. That is the plan. Aye. 
Is there anything else, lads, you just want to say to the listeners before we wrap it up? I'll, I'll, I'd like to say, if you do come up there, you've got to be open-minded. Yeah, great point. You kind of, like, I, you know, don't come up with the singer section if you just want to be where the atmosphere is. You have to be the atmosphere. Yeah. I think you made a good point. I should have asked this question. It's all about, you know, we're hoping to create a new culture, like you say. So that, that means new songs. Yeah. That means that people might not like every single song yeah. that comes out. Exactly. They might not like all the lyrics. They might think it's this or that or, or whatever. But open mind, like you say. And mm-hmm. For me, any noise is better than no noise. And I'm, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to my football songs in terms of, like, I'm, I'm but I'll still join in. Yeah. And I'll still keep an open mind. Like, I thought the Matt Ritchie song was rubbish. When I first heard it, but I still sang it, and then yeah. it's not—it's meant to my, me. I was wrong. Yeah. Like everyone else was right, but that—that's the idea. Like, there's no point moving up and thinking after one or two years this is shite. Yeah. Like, it's—it's it's a long-term project, and the—the the aim isn't for the section to be successful. It's for the ground to be noisy. Yeah. Rather than just it being about, like you know, War Yam or Gallagher's flags or us or the 243 people there. Like we'll have, we'll have failed ultimately in two or three years if. If that whole Gallagher isn't like you say a black and white wall, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, I mean, it might be quite ambitious, but we may as well be ambitious because the we we'll have the people, we we'll have the fan base. It's not like if you're Sunland, how could Sunland do this? They got no fans. Yeah. They got no fans. They got thirty thousand ticket holders, which to then lie about. Yeah, no. Wheel, say, Wheelstone Raider there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout. Um, got no fans, but but they couldn't do this because they do, they don't have the the volume of people. Mm. I mean, Borah Borah are a leader in this. Borah give their their own. Fans, a singing section with flags, but there's there's like there's like three hundred of them because they've got no fans. Mm-hmm. Like so, we we've got the fan base and we've got the passion of a support who want to be um, supportive in the way that we're talking about through noise and through passion and through support. You know, the club have given with this olive branch to make it happen. Now it's over to us as fans. Right. So that would be my message. Hi. Right, thank you very much for listening. Um, this is a pre-recorded podcast from when the club uh, announced the news, so don't know how relevant it is um, <laughs> for, for me to listen, but uh, it's been what? Let's have a look. It's been half an hour of talking about singing and football, so I feel a bit happier in this barren summer of, uh, of football. Uh, I'm not sure when the next podcast will be. Um, we'll basically keep a, an ear out for stuff, but thanks again for listening, and we'll, uh, we'll speak to you soon.